What is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? If I could have asked Abraham's son Isaac that question, I imagine he might have said the moment he finds himself tied to a pile of wood with his father holding a knife raised above him. I know that would rank pretty high on my list of scary things. I mean, how in the world do you ever trust your father again? Do you always sleep with one eye open for the rest of your life? This is a pretty traumatic situation he finds himself in, no doubt. Yes, we read that the Lord provides, but come on, did God really have to go to that extreme of measures to see how faithful Abraham really was? I'm not sure about that. And can we talk about Sarah for a minute? I have to wonder if Sarah, who waited forever to have a baby, was aware that any of this was happening. Can you imagine the guys get home from their little trip and Sarah asks, so how was your trip? And Isaac fills her in on what happened. As a mom, I am telling you what, someone is sleeping on the couch for the rest of their married life, and it is surely not me. But I imagine that we all have found ourselves in situations that have left us scared from time to time especially when we have little or no control over what is happening around us. To then say to someone in the midst of this scary situation, the Lord provides, would almost seem condescending. To say that the Lord provides is easy when things are going your way or even turn out the way that you had wanted them to. But what happens when things are not going the way you had hoped or planned or even prayed for? And someone says, don't worry, the Lord will provide. I don't know. How can you be so sure? Several weeks ago, I had the opportunity to spend some time at Plaza de Paz, which is an immigration ministry, which is part of the Diocese of West Texas. Rev. Joyce, from Reconciliation, invited me to spend some time serving alongside of her and others. If you have never had the opportunity to serve at Plaza de Paz, allow me to share with you that this is a place where there are a lot of people who I imagine are scared for their safety, but they are trusting that someone will provide, although they have no idea what that will look like. These men, women, and children have fled their homes their entire lives only bringing with them what they can carry in search of a better life for their families. Knowing that what they are sacrificing is as costly as strapping a loved one to a pile of wood and holding a knife above the person's head. Hoping and praying to be saved by the love and generosity of the strangers that they meet along the way. But there are no guarantees. Will the Lord provide for them? I believe so. But I am pretty confident that there will not be a voice from heaven that instantly fixes what has been broken. But instead, the Lord will provide the hands and the feet of the strangers who have walked alongside these people all along the way, providing food, bus tickets, 
airline tickets, clothing, warm showers, a place to rest, and even a cup of cold water. In our gospel reading for this morning, we read that Jesus commands his disciples to not only welcome others, but share a cup of cold water, living water, with them as well. What a reminder this is to us all, especially as we celebrate the birth of our nation in these next few days. As a country, we will celebrate and be mindful of the freedoms that we have in the United States and that there are folks who are fleeing to this country in the hopes of something better than the way they have been living. Yes, we do have freedoms that some can only dream of. And as a country, I believe we still have a long way to go. There are still so many who live among us that are not free to live the way that they want to live. Women who are not free to choose what is best to do or not to do with their own bodies. LGBTQ plus folks who are not free to love who they love without there being a whole lot of controversy and debate. Transgender people who are being denied much needed medical care and are being told what bathrooms they can and they cannot use. People of color having less protection by those who have been sworn to protect all human beings. People whose jobs are not providing a livable wage, so instead they are forced to work a series of jobs simply to make ends meet. Unhoused folks living on the streets or in tents or even in our very own courtyard. Friends, there are lots of cold cups of water that need to be shared. The Lord provides, yes, but there is a lot of work to do, and I believe the Lord needs our help. Will you answer God's call like Abraham? Here I am. On my last Sunday, as your director of Children, Youth, and Families, I can't help but be reminded of the first time that our family walked through the doors of this church. As some of you remember, we were broken. We had been strapped to a pile of wood with a knife held over us, and we were forced to flee the church that we loved, simply so that we could love one another as a family and continue to learn about and love Jesus at the same time. Yes, the Lord provided this church. The Lord provided Father Robert and Julie and all of you to untie us from the fear that we carried and to heal all that this world and so-called Christians tried to scare us into believing. We became part of a community that taught us a different way, a way of love. You helped transform us from our literal black and white faith into a family of the middle way, the way of Jesus, the way of love. And as I had conversations with our youth about leaving and saying, here I am, to this seminary call, 
one of our youth quietly pulled April and I aside and asked, Miss Jen, will the new you love me and accept me for who I am, like you do? My response was a resounding, absolutely. They followed up with, how can you be sure? I said, because I trust this church, and I trust these people, and I know that they would allow nothing less. But what I wish I would have said to this, how can you be sure question, is that I know for sure because they accepted me and my family and they loved me and my family when other churches slammed their doors shut. Wreck will always be our home, our safe place to land in the midst of the uncertainty of this world. And as the Murphys prepare to step away for a bit, please know that I, that we, are trusting each and every one of you to continue what you have started, to continue providing for those who need you, because you all have gifts to give and there is work to be done. Will you say, here I am, when God calls you to your next adventure, whether big or small? Will you set aside your fear and replace it with hope that together we can all make a difference in this world? Will you persevere and never give up, even when the work is exhausting and daunting? Because this family, our family, will be forever grateful for all you have done for us. So keep handing out those cups of cold water, one glass at a time. And when the world knocks that glass of cool water out of your hand, pick it up, refill it with more life-giving water, and keep on going. We will be cheering you all on from Austin, and we can't wait to walk through these doors again to hear all of the stories of the way that God used each and every one of you to welcome others and provide for others and change the lives of those you continue to meet along the way. Amen.